Hi, and welcome to another episode of It's Okay, Sweetheart with Kenzie Akiko and the guest, Cassidy Norman. Here we I'm yeah, like, excited. So just to yeah. like start it all off, um, if you just want to like introduce yourself and then talk a little bit about your childhood and kind of more so focusing on like your relationship with food and exercise and all that stuff growing up and the people. Okay. So yeah, you can just kick it okay. off. Sounds good. Um, so I'm from Brigham City, Utah, born and raised. Um, I grew up with, I have two older brothers, so I was the picked on little younger sister that always got wrestled and beaten up, (laughs) Um, but yeah, I grew up uh, just having fun. I played softball since I was little. I was on a competitive team since I was about eight years old, and then um, continued to just keep playing, and then I eventually had to get shoulder surgery. And then the doctors thought I'd be able to play again and I wasn't able to. And then I had to get another shoulder surgery. So my life kind of took a big turn because I wanted to pursue my career in softball. It was something I loved. I mean, I did it every day, (laughs) every weekend. Um, I just lived for it. So yeah, I was really active growing up. I played soccer when I was younger. I tried dance, I tried tumbling, I tried tried it all, but softball definitely had my heart. So it was pretty heartbreaking when I wasn't able to play anymore. But in high school, um, I still got to be on the softball team, uh, just helping out with what I could. So that was really awesome, just still being a part of the um, atmosphere and stuff. But growing up, um, I never, really had to worry about like exercising or what I was eating or anything like that because I was always so active um and I wish that I could get away with it now but I used to be able to eat whatever the heck I wanted Uh and had no problem with it (laughs) yeah definitely missed that but then I graduated from high school went on a mission and that's where I gained a lot of weight so Uh That's kind of what started my fitness journey is when I got back from my mission and I realized I had gained 30 pounds and I was not happy with where I was. So I decided something needed to change. That's pretty common, right? With Mm -hmm. a lot of missionaries, just because, I don't know, do you want to go into that a little bit of like, yeah, you're more focused on other things, obviously on your mission and Mm -hmm. then my sister went on a mission and she says it's just so hard because food is just your way of like connecting with the people. Yeah. So if you want to talk about that a little bit, was that even like in your mind at all during your mission really? No, um, I did not really care what happened to my body because like you said, like when you're out there, you're there for a different purpose. Like you're not really there for yourself. I mean, of course you are to grow spiritually and things like that, but you were there to serve people and to serve God. And so you're not really watching like where your body's going. Mm-hmm. Um, the first nine months of my mission, I didn't gain a single pound. And then it all happened like my last nine months. And I don't know what changed because I was still eating whatever the members gave me. Because mm-hmm. that's a hard thing. As a missionary, 
you just eat what members give you. So if you, they want to take you out to lunch, you go to lunch. And then when yeah. you go over to their house for dinner, because they are having missionaries over, they want to give you this five course meal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you get dessert every single night. Mm -hmm. um, you're just eating all the time. And then when you go, go to certain cultures, food is really big for them. Um, so like when we would go to Hispanics houses or we served um, with a lot of Portuguese members, we, we would go have dinner. And if you didn't take seconds or you didn't finish your plate, it was very offensive to them. Mm -hmm. So you kind of just had to like let it go and just yeah. <laughs> hope that you could get away with it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was hard, but I never thought like, oh, I need to start like watching what I eat, except for my last few months. Um, my husband, he's sitting here in the back. <laughs> um, he went on his mission to London and we had been writing our home missions and he had lost weight. So for me, it was really hard when I saw him like getting super lean and he had a bench press in his flat and all this stuff. And then I was like, I better do something about this. I'm going yeah. home in a few months. But at that point, it was like, what's the point? I'm just going to live in the moment, enjoy it while I can, and I'll focus on it when I get home. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now go into, if you can, just when you got home and then what started getting you into exercise more and you just got your personal personal training certification, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just yeah. From, start from the beginning of that journey. Yeah. When I got home, my mom's always been in the fitness, like she'll go and work out and everything. And so they actually put a home gym at our house. So on my page, you'll see a lot of videos and that's where I do a lot of my workouts is at their home gym. Mm -hmm. So when I got home, it was really convenient. That next morning I woke up and I went and ran on the treadmill because I knew nothing else to do. Mm -hmm. um, I'd never been to the gym to lift weights or anything like that because I just did sports to stay active. Um, so then my mom told me about this app called Transform App. Um, it's an app that Kristen Heidi Pell started. And so she was like, let's get you a year membership for it. And I was like, I'll do anything. <laughs> At this point, I don't care. Um, so I got the, the app and it helped so much because I had a workout that I knew what I was going to do every single day. I never had to question it. It taught me the right form. It taught me um, they have a lot of life lessons and tips and things like that in it. And so that's where it mainly started is just going every day and um using this app to kind of guide me along the way mm -hmm. and I I lost my weight pretty quickly um I think it helps coming off a mission you literally like cut your calories in half because you now are in control of what you're eating and they also had me count macros but I wasn't super consistent with it but I would definitely try to eat like more whole foods and cut down on my sugar and uh, like more fruits and veggies, more protein, things like that. And that's what really helped. Um, and so then, yeah, as time went on, I just loved it. I just fell in love with it. And people would ask what I was doing to lose weight and things like that. So that's what kind of sparked that fire within me of like, 
I actually have a love for this. Like I'm not doing it to lose weight or to try and get better. Like I love this. I love the way it makes me feel. And so um, about a little over a year later, that's when I decided decided to start my fitness page because I was like, what the heck? If no one follows me, oh, well, this is for me. Um, And so, yeah, that's kind of where it got me. And then as people started asking more questions and things like that, I decided I wanted to get my certification, um, potentially to work it at 45. That's kind of my dream. Oh, yeah. Um, But we'll see, maybe start taking clients here soon. It's a little nerve wracking. (laughs) But yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I've obviously been in love with exercise for so long, but yes, it all of a sudden you just get like this love for it, where, like you said, you are doing it not to like physically change yourself. It's just Mm -hmm. like, I just like love doing this and moving my body. And I was like, I just want other people to love this and feel like this good feeling too. That's why I wanted to get my personal journey too. But taking okay. clients and all that stuff, I've always been like, I don't know if I can actually like yeah. do that. But F45 is so fun. Like that's it is so fun. One of my favorite workouts. Um, okay, so I asked this to everyone, but how have you learned to love yourself through all stages of your life? So like through junior high, high school, mission, and now like this time of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, growing up, I feel like I never even thought about self-love. For the most part, had pretty good self-esteem growing up, going through high school, things like that. My biggest thing wasn't like my body. It was my hair in high school because I always got made fun of for being a ginger. So I struggled more with that. I like looking at and like your picture. I'm like, it's so pretty. Thank you. Um, But I definitely, like I said, I just was active. So I didn't really think anything of it growing up and then going on a mission. I had to learn that there's more important things to life than how we look, um, serving other people, helping others and trying to help them live their best life. Things like that. Putting others first makes you feel good. And it may not be an appearance, but inside, you know, that you're feeling good. Um, so of course I, my self-esteem went down on my mission when I weighed what I did and I just didn't feel good in my clothes. And when I came home, nothing fit. And so when I went shopping, uh, when I got home to get more clothes, I just bawled in the dressing room. Mm-hmm. So I was just so devastated. And I was like, you know what? I just dedicated 18 months to serving the Lord. And that was my purpose. Then it wasn't to go on my mission and to get ripped and to get in shape. Mm -hmm. And now my purpose can be to get in shape and to do something I love so that I can also serve others, but in a different way and help them in a different way than I was those 18 months of my life. Um, So I've definitely developed that self-love. And I think, like you said, it's just moving your body every day. You just become so grateful for a body that you can move and you know, arms that you can lift stuff with and mm-hmm. getting stronger, things like that. And then last year, um, I got pretty sick. I had gallbladder problems. So I had my gallbladder out. And then 
we I had COVID right before that and that knocked me out. And so I got really sick and I just, I had no energy and I didn't want to work out. And it made me appreciate it even more that my body, that when it feels good and when I move it is the biggest blessing. Like we take it for granted every day that our body is capable of so much. Like we got to embrace it, whether we like the way it looks or not, because it does a lot for us. Yeah, I love that. COVID will knock you out. I don't know. I mean, on top with gallbladder stuff, I can't imagine. But when I had COVID, I was like, I can't do anything. I'm so tired. Um, Okay, well, thank you for sharing all of that. Um, Also, something I've been loving asking people is like, so we have this community of women on Instagram, I feel like that are like so supportive of each other, you know, and like, I love seeing other women out there trying to like encourage people to move their bodies to develop that self-love and all of that so who is someone like on Instagram or just anywhere that you really look up to right now like that you're like yeah amazing yeah um I don't know if you know Aubrey Eddington she has helped me a lot I just I love her page I love everything that she shares she's so fun and uplifting um And also Tori. Tori kind of was, I don't know how we found each other on Instagram, but she was there like right from the beginning. And I felt like I could just come to her with any questions I had or anything like that. And when I had a down week, I would message her and just be like, dude, I am feeling like crap this week. (laughs) I need some help here. And she just helped motivate me and uplift me. And so there really is the biggest group of support on Instagram. And it can be intimidating at times because you see these other people, how they look and how they're successful and the people they're influencing and everything like that. And um, if you let it get to you, it really can knock you down. But like you said, we're all in this together. We're not trying to one up each other. Look at me. Look at her. It really is just a community of girls that want to help each other. And what works for me might not work for someone else. And what works for them might work for someone else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like finding that person that is kind of your person on the same level as you or has your style of workouts or likes the same food that you do, things like that. Um, so just, yeah, both of them. I love, I love both of them. I got to meet Tori. I think we met, well, had you already met her? Or did we both no. meet? Yeah, we both met her that same night. Yeah. Yeah, she's so cute. And then Aubrey is just like amazing. I love everything mm-hmm. Aubrey does. Um, okay. I know that you shared a little bit about this. Like, I think it was yesterday. Were you talking about macros and when you were like deciding whether you should cut or mm-hmm. can you go into that? Because I loved it. I was like, this is so good to just be consistent and not. Yeah if you just want to touch on that. Yeah. Well, it's frustrating because you'll count macros really strict for a few weeks and you expect your body to have this miraculous change Mm -hmm. and nothing really changes. And so it's frustrating. So I'll be like, well, maybe I need to cut back more. And then I'm like, but I want to gain muscle. So maybe I should up on like, it's, I'm always just torn between what to do. So then I'll adjust them a little bit. And then yesterday just kind of had this dawning moment of like, maybe what I need isn't change. It's just consistency. Give it more than two weeks, give it more than a month. 
give it like three, four months of just tracking and tracking and following it um, to be able to see that progress. Because if you keep changing things, your body's never going to have those changes and adjustments like you want, especially if you're not being consistent with it. Mm -hmm. Um, Because macros are hard. Every body's so different. You know what I mean? Like you can have a macro calculator, a macro coach, whatever it is, and your body may burn fats different than someone else's body, or your body may absorb protein different than somebody else's body, or the movements that you're doing, or anything like that. So it's hard to find that perfect balance of like where you feel the best, where you're still trying to see results when it comes to macro counting. Um, and that's why I said just to be consistent with it. Because you definitely that. won't see change if you keep changing. Yeah, yeah. I love that because I mean, I've definitely had that mindset where I'm like, maybe I should do this more, that more. But I think the overall consistency is key. Um, and like you said, every body is different and every everybody is different as far as like yeah. math and stuff go because I think that they're so educational. I think so much good can come from them, but also mm-hmm. macro accounting is just not for me. And I've said that, but I think, I think it's so good if it works for people. So I, mm-hmm. sorry, these are like questions that I didn't send you. So I keep asking you different things, but who is like, who's your go-to macro person since macros, you like it and it works for you. Who, who, like, have you gotten like macro counts from? Cause I went through iHeart macros and I, I really did love it. I just, I'm not good at tracking stuff. I just, my mind just mm-hmm. doesn't work well like that because I'm sporadic mm-hmm. and I'm all over the place and I just don't like being, having to track, but some people yeah. is amazing for them. And I'm like, go, f- I think everyone should try it because you never know if it's going to, you learn a lot. You learn. So, I mean, even, mm-hmm. even today, like. I'm still like, it's in the back of my head. Like when I go to grab stuff, I still know like the macros of things and it's so educational. I'm just not like yeah. tracking it. So, so yeah, I just want to, who have you gone to for like the macro stuff? You started with the, the Heidi Powell, like they did yeah. it. Okay. So the transform app was like my first macro count that I kind of followed. Um, and I followed that for a long time and on their app you can choose if you want to lose weight if you want to get toned if you want to gain muscle um so according to that that's what the the macros that it gives you and then I also did the iHeart macros cut and that's when I got those numbers and I really struggled with super low numbers more mentally like I just felt like I was not there I felt that I was just bloated and had no energy. And I felt that I looked worse because I was so bloated all the time. And so um, I gave up on the cut because to me, it wasn't worth my mental state of, of trying to get the results that I wanted. You know what I mean? Um, So then I got a more of like a maintenance calorie or macro count from Aubrey and Hers has been really well. I like it, but I still feel like I'm pretty hungry. Um, I love food and I'm on my feet all day at work and I'm always working out every day and I'm just super active. So I feel like I wasn't eating enough. And so I messaged her and I was like, what do you think I should do about this? And she's like, let's up it. Because when I would get home at night, 
I hit my macros and I'd get home at 11 o'clock and I'm like, I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. I want to eat your something. body saying like it needs some more food. Like, yeah. And so that's where I think it comes into like macro counting isn't for everyone. Some people are great at listening to their body and what they need. And when they mess up on their macros, it just throws them for a whirlwind. And they're like, I didn't hit them. I'm not going to see results. I might as well go eat this whole bag of chips. I've already like gone over them. Um, for me, I like it because it makes sure that I'm in check. Um, and I've learned so much of portion size. And now most days, like some days I'll go without uh, tracking anything. And then at the end of the day, I'll kind of eyeball everything that I've ate and put it in. And I'm still pretty close to my macros. And that's because I think I've just learned to like adjust to them and let my body tell me, Hey, you're hungry. You need to eat. Yeah. And some days I eat more and some days I'm not hungry and I have to kind of force myself to eat. It's just so up and down. Yeah. I think it's the perfect way. I mean, if you, if you have never tracked food or done anything, I think it really yeah. does help you become like an intuitive eater, like, because you kind of learn what to go for versus like, instead of grabbing this, I'm going to grab this alternative yeah. a little bit better. So yes, I think it's all good. And then I was just going to touch like the 30 day cut. Like she says, this is not forever. You know, she like knows, yeah. <laughs> she knows it's hard and it is hard, but yeah, I mean, some people, I just think it's amazing for them. And I think that mm-hmm. being in that like maintenance phase and learning to intuitive eat from it is like the overall goal. And I think it's amazing. So yeah, talking about food real quick, what is like your go-to at home meal? And then like, you're like going out to restaurant favorite, like indulgent meal. Um, my favorite meal that I probably have every single day. And I post this on my Instagram all the time is two good yogurt with cottage cheese, PB2 mixed together. And then I'll put apple cinnamon and, um, some sort of like granola on top. I don't know why, but I could eat that every day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and still be happy. Like it's Uh so good. good. Um, I also love doing, like the little homemade pizzas and I'll do like a barbecue chicken pizza. Mm-hmm. So those are probably my two go-to at home. And then when I go out, my husband and I were talking about it. Cause I was like, what is my indulgent meal? Like I don't really ever crave pizza that much. And I think it's cause I make a macro friendly pizza. So then I'm not like craving this greasy, uh-huh. um, pizza. That's going to make me feel like crap. I don't like pasta because it just I feel so heavy afterwards Uh like I don't know I love just chicken like meat and veggies is my favorite and I think it's mainly because I've been eating like that for a while now that it's just become so natural Uh but it's the treats that get me yeah it's not so much the meals it's the treats Uh I could go for a Dairy Queen Blizzard every weekend and be (laughs) happy (laughs) Do you love like ice cream? Yes, I love ice cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same, same. I, but I also love like crumble. Like I could get crumble every weekend too. That's like, <laughs> okay. Uh, just to finish it all off, like what is one piece of advice you would give to your younger self? 
This was a hard question. I thought about this for a while because like I said, when I was younger, I feel like I just went with it. Like, um, but the only thing I could think of is, and it's something I still struggle with, and it's probably why I would tell my younger self this, is to just live in the now, just embrace the now. Like we're always looking forward to that. Well, when we get a house, oh, when we have a baby, oh, and when, when I'm in my career, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then we're never satisfied. And so just living in the now and being happy with where you are and what you're doing, the friends you have, the memories you're making, everything like that, you'll look back on life and be happy that you enjoyed every minute of every day and that you weren't remorseful about what you did or the way you spent your time, anything like that. So definitely just if I could tell myself then, embrace the now. I love that. And I struggle with that too. So yes, I think everyone needs to hear that. Well, I think you're amazing. Please just keep sharing everything that you're doing. And um, thank you so much for doing this with me. It was so nice meeting you and so fun talking with you. Okay. See ya. Bye. Have a good day. See yep. ya. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Please rate and review the show. Um, don't forget to subscribe on Apple or Spotify uh, and tune in next week for another episode of It's OK.